Hello and welcome to the FitPro Mindset Podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm your host. So as you know, as a FitPro, that when it comes to achieving your fitness goals, your mindset is like the ultimate determinant of your success. And that is the same in business as well. Physical results will only follow mental training. So when you get your mindset locked down, you're well on your way to success. And that's what I hope to do in this podcast. Enjoy. Hello, and you're really welcome to another episode. Today, what I want to dive into in a short podcast is about niching and being scared to maybe, you know, make the wrong move um, in case you made a wrong choice. And you're not alone here because a lot, a lot of fit pros feel this way. And I did when I niched down into women only when I was working, when I actually was working online and went online. So what I want to cover today is basically how to shift into finding your niche and how to kind of commit, commit to that in a, in a broad sense, but more in, in committing to serving people who match your values and becoming really the sought after expert in your field. So that's what I'm going to cover today. And hopefully you'll get a better understanding of you know, why we we kind of dilly-dally around this and, and avoid it and why we also often say, you know, I just want to help everybody and I get that because I was 100% the same way myself, but that can lead to stress. So I just want to kind of guide you through why it would make a difference if we niched down and how it would actually serve your community better as well. So the first thing is that I, I understand that it's really scary to make the choice of saying, I'm going to work with, for example, this niche, which could be older adults, or I'm going to work with busy mums or or busy dads or busy people who are 40 plus um, who are into golf or, you know, like niching down into one particular sector. And I know that that's a really big decision and that it really affects you and it affects everything else in your business. But in a really positive way, making that decision will will affect how you show up in a more positive way. It'll affect your content and make it a lot easier and who you create content for. It'll affect who you start conversations with on Instagram and Facebook and, and all of those things and email. And it affects who you get on sales calls with as well. It affects basically absolutely everything your business um, is, you know, <laughs> and it'll be one of the most important decisions that you could make when it comes to to being a fit pro and being a coach. So when I made that decision, I found it really hard because I remember mentors I had at the time were like, well, you know, you're kind of helping everybody really. And then you're not being known as any one thing. And so when I shifted online, I called my business the Boss Lady Movement and it was for for women to get in shape without diets and gyms and so I was using mindset nutrition fitness self-care and accountability and I was working with women who were 40 plus because I just turned 40 and it was just such an easier journey for me the minute I switched to that everything just came into place as opposed to kind of working with the issues that come up for maybe someone in their 20s, male or female, in terms of health and fitness and wellness, as opposed to what can come up in your 30s and your 40s and 50s, it can be completely different issues that arise, especially with women when you're dealing with hormones and all of that stuff. And so when you can talk to your audience 
you know, in a really clear way that lets them know that they're understood, it becomes so much easier. And, you know, you'll get messages like, wow, that post, it was like you wrote it for me or, oh my God, I completely resonate because you're talking to your niche. So it is quite literally one of the biggest decisions that you're going to make, but it is so, so worth it. Yeah. And so you're not alone, but making one decision on this, even if it's the wrong one, is better than trying to reach everyone. So when I shifted from personal training and coaching, you know, women online into a, being a business coach for fit pros and teaching them what I learned with great success, you know, I was scared shitless that that was the wrong decision and that I should just stay being a fit pro. But I had fire inside my tummy to help other fit pros not struggle like I did when they shifted online. This was like well before the pandemic and nobody was online. Well, not nobody, that's bullshit, but there weren't as many fit pros online. And so I was really like, wow, is this the right decision? And I slowly, slowly pivoted. And the moment I picked that niche, it's just all come together again for me because you know, I'm really passionate about what I do and fit pros recognize my journey and see it. Even if they're only getting to know me on social media, they can see that I was a former fit pro and I know what I'm on about. So I want to kind of teach you and go through what a niche actually is and how to know if you've got the right niche or like, and how to kind of find that niche really briefly. So I know that it, you know, some people are just like, I want to help everybody. And it's it's just not a great idea to approach the market as a jack of all trades or try to approach everyone as a multi-passionate kind of fit pro where you can do this, this and this. It's just, um, especially not when you're starting out on your journey, it's okay if you're a bit further down the line. Um, because there's a massive difference between a generalist and a specialist. And that really affects your your kind of your your niching process. And doing market research, which I do every every six months, you know, I get in front of my, my people, I ask them questions, I go on Zoom, I take notes, and then I readjust based on my on my niche instead of me just deciding. Um, and so I just, I don't want you to go through what I went through when I went through all my sh- shifts because it took me a good while to figure it out. So hopefully I can help you out here. And really, like, what is a niche? Is it's just a word to describe like a segment of the market. So your niche is a segment of the health and wellness market and fitness market that you want to and are able to help um, achieve like a, a result. So it's the type of person that you want to help. So it's determined by things like demographics. Yeah, like where they live. You know, are they single? Are they married? Have they got kids? You know, what's their lifestyle? And then there's like psychographics, which is the way that people think. You know, it's what they believe. It's their goals, their thoughts when they're awake um, in the morning. And then there's their values, which are the kind of invisible things to the human eye. Um but when you niche, it helps you to become an authority 10 times faster because you're an established kind of top of mind awareness to them. They're like, yeah, I go to that person to learn this. So if I was to say, look, I'm just a business coach, you might go, well, what kind of business coach are you? Like, do you help, I don't know, clothes shops? Do you help beauticians? You know, um, then I'm only saying really 10% of what it takes for a client to be magnetized to me. So 
a business coach for clothes shops is way different than a business coach for fit pros. So when it comes to niching, you want to establish that top of mind awareness as quickly as possible so that you become the authority and an on-demand authority for that market. And it helps if you create really great content and for those people. So it's about defining that, like I'm a business coach for fit pros. So I'm not going general, I'm going kind of more specialized. And if you're not getting a response in your content from the people that you're talking to, then it's probably because you're not as connected to your niche as you could be because you're trying to attract too many types of people into your business and you're not being specific enough. So most people have a problem with not niching down enough, but it's really, you know, what type of person you want to help. So when you're starting your business and you're not clear on your niche, it's called the proof of concept. And that's about maybe you don't have enough sales or enough proof to see if the business is like scalable, if it's growable and you don't know who it's for and who your ideal client is. And that's okay. It's not meant to be like totally laid out and concrete and you can stay open-minded and be flexible in your pro approach. Cause it took me years to, to kind of land my first high-end client um, based on my niche. And I'm glad because it took me, I learned a lot. Like I've got a really good understanding now of, of, what I was doing wrong when I started out, when I was doing especially the business coaching. Um, so it's going to take a bit of time and a bit of trial and error for you to find this. And it's okay because it's going to be the backbone of your business and you're always going to be solving problems in your business. That's just not going to go away. But the key is not to view them as a problem. It's to view it as a puzzle to be solved. And that is the niche is a puzzle to be solved. So when the golden niche comes is when you talk to people who are your ideal clients and you put a human with a name that represents your niche that you're trying to go after. So then you keep them in mind when you're writing your content content and your, your posts. And it really helps you to just steer the ship in the right direction in, in market research. So, you know, if you're saying that you just want to help everyone, that's great, but you need to be more specific so you can get people to trust you because there's about a three to five second attention span when someone comes on your page and your social media. So you've got to decide on a niche that you want to be able to really work with um, so that you can have freedom in your business and you can grow and grow and just focus on that niche. And I'm, I'm speaking from experience when I say this, um, from myself and me not doing this at all and not putting the time in. So I know that you've got loads of passions probably like I did. It's like, no, but I could do this, this and this in the business. And you can help people with a lot of things, but every journey starts with one step. So it's okay to just start with one particular skill set, even if it is just fat loss, because that's where the money is. That's where the, the mainstream is, right? So it is tempting to say, you know, I can't pick one niche and just be a generalist, but this will hurt you in the long run. And I struggled with it for years and I was confused. And then people just had a lack of trust in what I was doing because I was constantly changing it. So really, I was going from idea to idea and the narrative was like, there's too many options or passions. And really, it was an excuse for me not to take messy, hardcore action. Yeah, it was just you know, I didn't commit to one idea. And that is a specialist advantage. It's just committing to one idea. Yeah. So what I put to you is 
what's your one idea? Like what, you know, what would you like to be known as and for within your niche? And who can you serve and who would you love to serve as well? And that you know that that you can help. And I just get obsessive when it comes to understanding their world and interviewing them and talking to them and naming them. And so that you could actually spot them ideally um, in a, a shopping center and go, yep, that's definitely my niche. So I'd start with market research. It could even just be on your stories where you do polls and quizzes, you know, asking them and then you know, it's just getting more specific, getting way more specific um, through your market research. So once you've done those steps of actually doing the market research, you'll get a really, really far better idea of your niche and it'll all come together for you in content creation because you'll be known as the go-to person for that particular niche, which could be, you know, I don't know, fat loss for busy mums over 40 or something like that. Um, and then, you know, if you've got a skill set, no matter how many people are, are doing it, then you can probably do it better than them. And um, if you can just focus on that type of person who needs your help. So I really hope that this has helped a fit pro to take action today and narrow down their niche a bit and stop being so general and actually put the work in to commit to one idea and then know that you can branch out from that when when you grow and when you're kind of more financially stable and you've got lots of clients and uh, engaged audience, yeah? So if you do need more help on this and you're a bit stuck and you need help in your business, then you could send me a DM on social media or email me on sarah at misfitmentor.com. I'm taking on three clients in March for my one-to-one program, Fit Pro Biz Accelerator, and module one is all about niche. So if you need help there, in growing your business and creating a more steady income, then let me know. And if not, I hope to see you hear from you in my next podcast next week. Congratulations on strengthening and improving another muscle in your body, and that is your mindset. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love it if you would share it with another fit pro on social media, on Facebook or on Instagram or give it a ratings on iTunes. See you next time.